Greetings, 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 and shalom, Thank you so much for tuning in to another segment of Malaka Batya to the Remnant. Whether you're listening on the podcast or you're viewing this on YouTube, please know that I appreciate you. And family, as we are to admonish one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, here is a song for you by Hadara Batya. for our sister Hadara Batya. She ministers to me so much through song family. If you guys are not yet subscribed to her music, Set Apart Hearts, find her on YouTube, Hadara Batya, that is H-A-D-R-A-H, Batya, B-A-T, 
Y-A-H, and be blessed. Her music is awesome. All right, family. So normally when I do these segments, um, because these are the segments of me sharing the Proverbs with you guys, I normally wait until the end of the proverb and I share a psalm, but it is just on my heart right now to do it a little bit differently. So family, we're going to start right now with Tehalim chapter four, that is Psalm chapter four. And it reads, answer me when I call, O Elohim of my righteousness. You gave relief to me when I was in distress. Show favor to me and hear my prayer. Till when, O you sons of men, would you turn my esteem to shame? Would you love emptiness? Seek falsehood. Selah. So family, I'm reading from the TS 2009 and uh, the English here is just like very unfamiliar to the way that we speak. Listen to how it reads. I'm going to read it again. It says, till when, O you sons of men, would you turn my esteem to shame? Would you love emptiness? It should say here like the way we speak and seek falsehood, right? So let's see how this reads in uh, the ERV. Let's get there. The easy read version. Where is it? I hope you guys are really enjoying uh, this series of the Proverbs. Now, I did not start in Proverbs chapter one, as you know, I've shared with you guys that there's literally a proverb a day for every day of the month. Okay. So even though, uh, me personally, I only observe 29 day and 30 day months as opposed to 28 day and 31 days, but there are 31 Psalms. So on the month that there are, you know, there's 31 days on this Gregorian calendar, you guys can literally start from the first to the 31st and get a proverb of wisdom daily, okay? But I started at like maybe somewhere in the middle, maybe like Psalm 12 or 11, something like that. And then uh, once I got to 31, I went to the beginning. So family, today we will be going over, uh, I believe it's Proverb 8, no, Proverb 9, okay? But um, anyway, right now we're in Psalm 4 and I've just transferred over to the uh, easy read version to see how it sounds. Now, here in the Easy Read version, you know they use that generic title of God, and we do not. We that are his own call him by his name. So I will be, um, you know, omitting out the word God and replacing it with the true name and then continuing on uh, with this easier version. All right, so here we go, starting in verse 1. Yahuwah, you showed that I was innocent. You gave me relief from all my troubles. So listen to me now when I call to you for help. Be kind to me and hear my prayer. Men, how long will you try to dishonor me? Do you enjoy wasting your time searching for new lies against me? See how that reads? I love it. I love it. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. We're going to stay in the ERV. You can be sure that anyone who serves Allahim faithfully is a special person. Oh, no. Let me read what I see here. Sorry, family. It says, you can be sure that anyone who serves Yahuwah Allahim faithfully is special to him. See, I kind of stumbled a little bit because it says Lord and like Lord in all caps, right? 
So um, we do understand that Lord can also be translated to mean husband or even Baal, right? So even though, yes, Yahuwah is a husband to Israel, he is not Baal. We do not call Yahuwah Lord. So reading this again in proper understanding, uh, verse 3 of Psalm 4 says, You can be sure that anyone who serves Eloah or Yahuwah faithfully is special to him. Yahuwah listens when I pray to him. Tremble with fear and stop sinning. Think about this when you go to bed and calm down. Selah. Give the right sacrifices to Yahuwah and put your trust in him. Many people say, I wish I could enjoy the good life. Yahuwah, give us some of those blessings. But you have made me happier than they will ever be with all their wine and grain. When I go to bed, I sleep in peace because Yahuwah, you keep me safe. Tehillim chapter 4. Amen. Okay, fam, let's get into the Proverbs. After another song from Hadarabatya. I won't let 
Okay, Mishbacha, with no further ado, we will be reading Mishlai 9 after the daily prayer provided in the Sefer. Blessed are you, Yahuwah, forever and ever, for giving us your kingdom on earth, redeemed in Messiah. Baraku, Yahuwah, Hamen, Varech, Olam, Vayed, Ashar, Netan, Lanu, Ha, Malchutka, Adma Goel Mashiach. Amen. All right, now let's get to it. I hope you guys uh, have been tuning in to the previous readings of uh, Mishlai of the Proverbs. I just saw uh, the numbers on Proverb eight, and I was just a little like, man, only twenty one uh, of my family members have viewed it so far. Family, I'm telling you, you don't know what you're missing if you are not keeping up with them daily. So please go back over the other uh, Proverbs. They are such a blessing to me. I'm telling you, there are times when I'm in a situation and the words of those Proverbs will echo in my ears. And instead of acting foolishly or in my own flesh, I am able to act in prudence and in wisdom because of these Proverbs, okay? So anyway, here we go. Reading in the Sefer, uh, Proverbs chapter 9. Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn her seven pillars. She has killed her beasts. She has mingled her wine. She has also furnished her table. She has sent forth her maidens. She cries upon the highest places of the city. Whoso is simple, let him turn in here. As for him that wants understanding, she says to him, Come, eat of my bread, and drink of the wine which I have mingled. Forsake the foolish, and live, and go in the way of understanding. He that reproves a scorner gets himself to shame, and he that rebukes a wicked man gets himself a blot. Reprove not a scorner, lest he hate you, 
rebuke a wise man and he will love you. So let's stop right here. Okay. So, you know, I, I just, I really have gotten to the point, Mishpacha, where I don't even waste my words on a foolish person. Yeah. A person who loves to scorn and mock the things of righteousness, they will not be able to take a word of wisdom from you because to them it is foolishness. As a matter of fact, family, I'm going to share a verse with you. I'll be right back. And while I'm searching for the verse that I want to share with you guys, which actually comes from Romans chapter 8, verses 5 and 6, enjoy this last song from our sister, our Akot Hadarabatya. You are, you are my peace of mind. You are, you are my peace of mind. Peace of mind, peace of mind. Oh, you are, you are my peace of mind. You are, you are my peace of mind. Peace of mind, peace of mind. Walking on the water. And you get so much stronger Now I see you clearly Close my eyes and feel you with me This is where I trust you This is where I show I love you In the times I need you I will demonstrate my faith in you Because you are You are you you are, you are my peace of mind, peace of mind, peace of mind. Oh, you are, you are my peace of mind. You are, you are my peace of mind, peace of mind, peace of mind. World keeps spinning around me. Stress is coming up inside me I breathe out and you feel me I choose to let you in to guide me This is where I trust you This is where I show I love you You are my life, I need you And I will demonstrate my faith in you Because you are You are you you are, you are my peace of mind, peace of mind, peace of mind. Oh, you are, you are my peace of mind. You are, you are my peace of mind, peace of mind, peace of mind. Oh. Toda Rabbi Yah for being my peace of mind. As the scriptures say, the one whose mind is stayed on Yahuwah, he will keep him in perfect peace. Amen. Okay, family. So here's the verse that I wanted to share with you. It is actually two verses, um, verses five and six of Romans chapter eight. So, and I'm reading from the ERV for this. It says, people who live 
following their sinful selves, think only about what they want. But those who live following the Spirit are thinking about what the Spirit wants them to do. Okay? So a fool goes after his own fleshly desires, which are more than likely wicked desires. Okay? And I've just gotten to a point in my life where I really don't waste words on those people anymore. Okay? There are people who Yahuwah has prepared with receptive hearts who just haven't heard a word yet. These are the people that I share my words on, that I share my time and my attention on. You know what I mean? So family, we have to move in wisdom. We know, I know that we want everybody to get this. We want everybody to be in the kingdom. But plain, point blank, period, everybody is not going to get in, okay? You guys know the saying, you know the script. It says many are called, but few are chosen. So family, at this time, at this point in the end game, I don't waste time on scorners or the foolish, okay? There's another verse that I want to share with you before we get back to the Proverbs. But wait, no, hold on. I'm not going to move on yet. Let's stay right here in Romans chapter 8, okay? And so I'm going to start again from verse 5. Listen to what it says. People who live following their sinful selves think about only what they want. But those who live following the Spirit are thinking about what the Spirit wants them to do. If your thinking is controlled by your sinful self, there is spiritual up. Oh, I'll be right back, family. Wow, Asia, your voice is beautiful over the radio. Um, I love the intro. It was very inviting, very warm, very informative. Girl, I see you're going to be a star. Oh, thank you so much. So, guys, for those of you that don't know, um, my name, my biological name is Asia. Okay. And at work, you know, sometimes they pronounce it as Aja. Okay. And that right there, that was a really, really sweet um, voice recording that I got from an old childhood friend of mine. Oh, that was so sweet and amazing. Thank you so much, Passion. Okay, family, let's continue in the scripts. Okay, so before I was rudely interrupted by the bell, um, and yes, I do say rudely interrupted because my son has the key. Josh went to the store. He has the downstairs door key. So I don't know why in the world he felt the need to read the bell. And he knows what I'm here doing. Okay? Uh, anyway, so let's keep going here. It says, if your thinking is controlled by your sinful self, there is spiritual death. But if your thinking is controlled by the spirit, there is life and peace. Why is this true? Because anyone whose thinking is controlled by their sinful self is against Yahuwah. This person can be called a scorner or a mocker, family, okay? So there's another uh, script that I want to share, and this comes from uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. So let's go there now. And this right here, family, is the King James Version. Now, you guys know I don't read that version often, but when I clicked on the link, this is where it sent me, and I wanted to share this with you. Okay, so verse 14 says, But the natural man 
receiveth not the things of the spirit of Yahuwah, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. All right? All right. So you guys get where I'm going with that, right? This is why a fool will hate you when you correct their foolish behavior. But one that is wise, one that has the Ruach Bahakma, the one who has the Ruach HaKodesh will love you for it. All right, let's keep going here. Verse 9 of Proverbs 9. Give instruction to a wise man and he will be yet wiser. Teach a just man and he will increase in learning. The fear of Yahweh is the beginning of wisdom. Again, I'll say the fear of Yahweh is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. For by me, your days shall be multiplied and the years of your life shall be increased. If you be wise, you shall be wise for yourself. But if you scorn, you alone shall bear it. A foolish woman. Here we go, sisters. My sisters, please listen up. A foolish woman is clamorous. She is simple and knows nothing. For she sits at the door of her house on a seat in the high places of the city to call passengers who go right on their way. Whoso is simple, let him turn in hither. And family, I want to make that a little more plain and a little more clear for us. Okay, for you and for me. Right. So let's go to the ERV. You know, I, I do appreciate the translators for uh, translating the Hebrew and the Greek texts to um, make them plain. Right. But in doing so, I kind of get a little lost reading. <clears throat> Excuse me. I get a little lost reading the way they translated it because it's just like we don't talk like that. Oh, and excuse me, I'm an allergy season family, so I'm suffering with some congestion and my chest is a little, like my lungs are a little inflamed, honestly. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I'll be right back. Take a look at some natural alternatives to treat your allergies. Here to help us do that this morning, Dr. Vincent Pedre. He's a physician and founder of Dr. Pedre Wellness. Good to have you with us this morning. Great to be here. A lot of people don't like to take you know, a more medical approach. So this is a nice break for them. It's interesting, though. You have five tips for us this morning. The first one is honey. What does honey do for you? Yeah, exactly. And not just any honey, but local honey. We have here honey from Pennsylvania and even honey from the Hamptons. So you want to get honey that's local to your region. And we think that as the bees forage for honey, they gather pollen grains, and the pollen ends up in the honey. So as you take a spoonful of honey, you're being exposed to low amounts of the pollen, and it reduces your reaction to it. Now, you want to do a spoonful of honey starting one month before allergy season starts. Okay. And never give honey to an infant less than 12 months old. Less than 12 months, because it... it have a, obviously severe effect. Um, you just eat a spoonful of honey, though. Just like that. A you spoonful of honey spoonful helps the medicine go down. Exactly. There you go. Forget the sugar. Okay, so we've got the honey. Up next, vitamin C. A lot of people turn to vitamin C for a cold, but it can help your allergies, too? Yeah, so we... 
Well, no, vitamin C is a powerful antioxidant, and here we have a combination product with quercetin. Together, they work to stabilize mast cells, which are the cells that release histamine. Histamine causes all the symptoms, the runny nose, itchy eyes, uh, watery eyes. So you take this every four hours when your symptoms come on, and it can help prevent the release of histamine, so it reduces your symptoms. And this one here, Dehist, actually has a little bit of what we're going to talk about next. And that is the stinging nettle. I'm not going to touch the plant. You warned me. Don't, don't do it. It really will sting you. Don't touch the plant. But as a tea, it can actually help. Okay, family. So that was just a little allergy help to get you through allergy season. Always better to go natural. Stay away from pharmacia. Okay, now, so again, um, just for understanding's sake, family, I'm going to finish this in uh, the easy read version. Okay, so we're going to be starting from verse 10 of Proverbs chapter 9, and I'm going to just finish it out here. So it says, wisdom begins with fear and respect for Yahuwah. Knowledge of the Holy One leads to understanding. Wisdom will help you live longer. She will add years to your life. If you become wise, it will be for your own good. But if you are rude and show no respect, you are the one who will suffer. Foolishness slash the other woman. That is the subtitle um, of these verses, which start in verse 13. So it says foolishness is that other woman who is loud, stupid, and knows nothing. She sits on her chair at the door of her house, up on the highest hill of the city. When people walk by, she calls out to them. They show no interest in her, but still, she says, whoever needs instruction, come. She invites all the simple people and says, Stolen water is sweet. Stolen bread tastes good. Those simple people don't realize that her house is full of ghosts and that her guests have entered the world of death. Dun, dun, dun. That was the end of Proverbs 9. So let's talk about that a little bit. Because here in the Easy Read Version, the subtitle of our verses 13 through 18 is titled The Other Woman. So that just makes me think of the women that go after men that are married men. These women are called the other woman, right? Right? She speaks boastful things even boastful things against the wife to kind of lower this man into her grasp, into her grip, you know, making him think that the grass is greener on that other side. But what I say to that is the fires of hell will be even hotter. So brothers, do not be so easily um, set astray by another woman. Find solace in your woman, in the wife of your youth. If your woman behaves foolishly, if your woman behaves dishonorably, Ephesians chapter 5 tells you what you ought to do for this woman. But let's be clear. If you are 
an unrighteous man. And a well, you know they say ungodly, right? Uh, I want to say if you are an unyali man, then expect no good thing from a woman, from your woman. Okay, it takes a certain type of man to be the husband of a certain type of woman. If you are seeking a Proverbs thirty-one virtuous woman, a wise prudent woman, then you have to be a man that is sold out to Yahuwah, to the things of Yahuwah. You have to be a man that himself is filled with the Ruach Bechachma, because we understand that it was Hasatan that deceived Eve. The woman was deceived. The woman was led astray into wickedness, not Adam, not the man. So for this very reason, women are susceptible to wickedness. I'm sorry I said it. Yes, I said it, sisters. It is easier for a woman to go off in the wicked way than a wise, ruach-filled man, okay? So what do I say to that? Don't be so quick to run after another woman. Be quick to run after righteousness. Be quick to run after the things of Yahuwah Allahim, and that is what will bring your household in order. Okay, Mishpacha. I'm going to share one more song with you guys, and then I'm going to let you go. This has been such an amazing time. Okay, Mashbacha, I'm going to be sharing Tehalim number seven, Psalm number seven. Oh, Yahuwah, Aloha, in you I put my trust. Save me from all them that persecute me and deliver me, lest he tear my soul like a lion rending it in pieces while there is none to deliver. O Yahuwah, Eloi, if I have done this, if there be iniquity in my hands, if I have rewarded evil unto him which was at peace with me, yea, I have delivered him that I have delivered him that without cause is my enemy. Let the enemy persecute my soul. And take it, yea, let him tread down my life upon the earth and lay my honor in the dust. Selah. So this is Dawid saying, if I'm guilty, if I've done something wrong, then let it be. Let my enemy do with me what he will. Okay. And in verse six, it says, arise, O Yahuwah. In your anger, lift up yourself because of the rage of my enemies. Because David was an innocent man. After he did what he did um, to get Bathsheba, okay, he knew not to play with Yahuwah, all right? And he became a very righteous man, a man after Yahuwah's own heart. So, family, I encourage you guys, those that are innocent, those that are among the righteous, when you have people coming at you crazy, coming up against you, um, uh, you know, spewing out lies about you, grab a hold of Psalms number seven. Okay. So verse six says, arise, O Yahuwah, in your anger, lift up yourself because of the rage of my enemies and awake for me to the judgment that you have commanded. So shall the assembly of the people compass you. For their sakes, therefore, return you on high. Yahuwah shall judge the people. 
Judge me, O Yahuwah, according to my righteousness and according to my integrity that is in me. O let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end, but establish the just. For the righteous, Allahim, tries the heart and minds. My defense is of Allahim, which saves the Yasharai in heart. Again, I say my defense is in Allahim, which saves the Yasharai in heart. Mm, I love it. Hear that. The Yasharai, the righteous ones, the Yasharim mm-hmm, in heart. Come on, y'all better catch it. Allahim judges the righteous. And Aloha is angry with the wicked every day. If he turn not, he will wet his sword. He has bent his bow and made it ready. He has also prepared for him the instrument of death. He ordains his arrows against the persecutors. Verse 14, behold, he travails with iniquity and has conceived mischief and brought forth falsehood. He made a pit and dug it and has fallen into the ditch which he made. His mischief shall return unto his own head and his violent dealing shall come down upon his own self. It says pate here, family, but I said self. Now, you guys know I'm all about learning and getting understanding because the word tells us in all of thy getting, get understanding. I want to understand what the word pate is, P-A-T-E. Let's Google it. Okay, family. And so pate, P-A-T-E in the dictionary says a person's head. Okay, so basically um, it was just reiterating that, let's read the verse again. His mischief shall return upon his own head and... His violent dealing shall come down upon his own head. Moving on, verse 17, the last and final verse. I will praise Yahuwah according to his righteousness and will sing praise to the name of Yahuwah El-Yon. Hallelujah. Now, family, the word El-Yon, I'm going to say I don't really subscribe to it because I found out... Um, some things about the deity L. So let's read it really quickly. And then I'll let you go. Okay, family. So after a little searching around on Google, I came up with something from uh, Britannica.com. That's www.Britannica.com. And it says, excuse me. It says, what kind of God is L? L is the general term for deity. In Semitic languages, as well as the name of the chief deity of the West Semites. In the ancient text from Raz Shamra in Syria, El was described as the titular head of the pantheon, husband of Asherah, and father of all the gods except for Baal. Okay, so now you see, for this reason, I have a problem with even using El in reference to Yahuwah. Now, um, I don't even like to say Elohim. I say Allahim. Okay, so 
family and all of that getting, get understanding and please study to show yourself approved. A workmanship of Yahuwah who needs not be ashamed because you can properly divide the word of truth. Now, for those of you that are comfortable saying Elohim, then you know, then you're comfortable with it. But as for me, myself and I, Malaka Yah, I call our father by his name, Yah. I recognize attributes of Yahuwah, which is why I say Yahuwah is Yah self-existing, you know, meaning Yah always was, is, and, and, you know, Yah is everything. It, it's, um, the way I look at it as it just magnifies who he is, but his name simply put is Yah. Okay. So anyway, family, I hope you guys learned something. And as I study, I will share what I learned. Thanks for tuning in. Shalom. And I love you. And just so you know, family, this is the final episode of season four. Now that we are in another fall season, we have just hit season five of Malaka Batya to the Remnant. Now, guys, you remember when we first started, it was I have something to say. Then it went to I have something to say in spirit and truth. And then there was someone who... Uh, assumed the position as uh, head over the podcast. So I allowed the name to be changed to Covered in Spirit and Truth. But um, now, family, this podcast is under the rulership of Yahusha Hamashiach and Yahusha Hamashiach alone, family. So now we are Malaka Batya to the remnant going into season five. Hallelujah.